My name is William. My name is Kristen. And this is Guide to the Unknown. Guide to the Unknown. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brand new show uh, where Kristen and I, bro mm-hmm. and sis, yep. sit down and shoot the ish. <laughs> All about uh, uh, stories, uh, mythical monsters, creatures, villains, all from the world of horror and yep. mythology. Yep, so from scary things. Yes. Yeah. So you may be familiar with our previous show, Book Club Schmook Club, mm-hmm. uh, which we did for a few years, reading books yeah. all the time. We realized that almost every yeah. uh, book that we were looking forward to, wanted to do, was deeply rooted in horror and mystery. Yes. And so we put on our thinking caps. We got to plotting out a brand new space mm-hmm. where we could talk about really nothing yeah, but... exclusively those things that we were excited about anyway in Book Club Schmuck Club. Exactly. Uh, so this show is brand new. It's a weekly show. Uh, make sure you subscribe to it. Yep. Uh, make sure you tell us your thoughts about it because uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're flexible. We plan to grow and change. Yeah. But first things first... Let's uh let's jaw about uh, some mythical creatures. All right, let's mix it up. So Kristen and I each brought a uh, a mythical creature to the table. Yep. That we will uh, share uh, the story of mm-hmm. with each other. And uh, how do you want to play this? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Does it matter? Uh, why don't you go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Mine is very general. Okay. Not general. Mine is a very um shaky. Uh, concept of a creature. Okay. I went with, to start things off. Yes. The Boogeyman. Ooh, I love the Boogeyman. Do you know anything about the Boogeyman? No, no. Like a single thing? Do you know anything about the Boogeyman? He's scary. Right? Yeah. That's all you got, right? Mostly kids are scared of him. Sure. Yeah. But in what sense? Like they'd just be like, oh, the boogeyman is coming. But it's not like that conjures up an image, a shape, or anything, right? Not really. Does he steal kids or something? How we Oh. Where do you think uh you got that knowledge from? I don't know. That's interesting I'm that you would sure. say that, because I don't think yeah. I ever could have said that. Yeah. And yet, uh the boogeyman in general uh-huh. appears to be a uh character that targets children for committing mischief. <laughs> For committing mischief. <laughs> for committing so, the act of mischief. Do they have examples of what mischief, like what, uh. I do. This is, this what, is a direct quote. What connotates mischief? And I love, alright, this is a very laid back show in case you guys didn't already yeah, realize. Yeah, we're just gonna talk to yeah. each other. We're One just gonna of my, tell each other a, a story. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we're just gonna have a good time. Yeah. Uh, That's my, all. my primary source is Wikipedia. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, good. No, mine is Wikipedia, and then not to uh, tip my hand, an Irish wedding ring website's blog. Oh, that's weird. It is, isn't it? That is I weird. I wonder what my thing is. I have some interesting... I do. I do. I do wonder what your yeah. thing is. I have some interesting sources as well. Okay. It's not all Wikipedia okay. in here. So they say uh, an, an example of what the boogeyman might get you for. Uh, a boogeyman might punish children who suck their thumbs. What? That's a boogeyman offense. Is that might like, get you boogied away for like the rest of your life. Into that From what I can tell, that might get you taken away for the rest of your life. Or eaten. 
So it might eat you. I mean, is it over a certain age? Like when you should have been weaned off of your thumb or your binky? It depends on where you look, um, because for sure they do not make a I distinction. I was like joking. No, no, no. Well, but I'm also joking because yeah. they don't make a distinction of what the age range is for the yeah. boogeyman. But I did find out that there's a movie called Boogeyman uh-huh. in which he primarily terrorizes adults. Oh. <laughs> so it seemed okay. like they didn't know their boogie lore. Yeah, it doesn't sound like either. It. Not impressed. Um. So the actual like background yeah the actual like origin of the boogeyman is yeah. pretty much no one knows okay but and i really enjoy this yeah uh there are multiple instances yeah of folklore around the world uh-huh. in different countries uh-huh. that very closely match each other Ooh, okay. which might lend yeah. a uh, a conspiracy uh minded person yeah. to think well why did we all land on the idea mm-hmm. of this demon thing yeah that exists primarily in shadow. Yeah. Stealing our bad children. Mm-hmm. Because that does seem to be the case. Because he's real. He might. just reporting on. Exactly. And he just goes by. Experience. He just goes by different names. Yeah. So, uh, for example, uh, there is the sack man. Uh-huh. Of Brazil, Portugal, and Spain. Okay. He is portrayed as a man with a sack on his back who carries naughty children away. Scary. Uh, he is literally known as Ombre del Sacco. That's awesome. The sack man. Uh, also, he's known as El Roba Chicos, which Whoa. means child stealer. <laughs> it sounds so nice, though. I know. Like, not having the context of hearing those words all the time. Yes. And being El Roba speaker, Chicos. That sounds nice to Is me. coming over. Yeah. Uh, there was also Babao <laughs> from Mediterranean countries, hmm. who is a tall man with a heavy black coat with a black hood. Or who hides his face. Okay. Uh, in Italy and Romania, he's also call, called Luomo Nero, black man. Oh, okay. Yes. And I think that they literally mean like, like, right. Like a shadow. Co- the color black. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, parents, and I can only say I think, cause I know that there are like weird racist, like Christmas traditions around the world. There, I mean, I think that we're gonna find that a lot of, like, um, legendary creatures and lore things, um, have, like, roots in some sort of bigotry. Like, horrific. Yeah. Horrific human <laughs> disease. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think so. Societal yeah. diseases. Yes. Um, parents in Romania might knock loudly under a table, pretending that someone is knocking upon the door. That's awesome. And say... Like get their kids to behave. Yes. That's awesome. And say, here comes Luomo Nero. He must know there's a child here who doesn't want to drink his soup. <laughs> As an example, <laughs> I didn't write that. That's awesome. Uh, Luomo Nero isn't supposed to eat or harm children. Just take them away to a mysterious and frightening place. <laughs> Which is also a literal... Did they describe the mysterious and frightening place by any chance? No, because most of this, I think, the idea of the boogeyman is supposed to just exist in your head as yeah. whatever you want him to be. Yes. So, therefore, yeah. nothing will ever be scarier than oh, what totally. you imagine the scariest thing to be yeah. in the world. Like a boggart. Yes. So, if yeah. you – well, I actually have the boggart as an example of something mm-hmm. that may have some origin in boogeyman. Boogeyman, boggart. Yeah. Who is to say this, that, or the other. Right, of course. And yet here we are. It's funny. I have a Boggart reference with mine, too. Do you really? I do, as a matter of fact. Interessante. Isn't it? It is. Uh, there's probably going to be a lot of Harry Potter talk on this yeah, show. really love Harry Potter. <laughs> kind of how we communicate. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so a popular lullaby says that Luomo Nero would uh, take children and keep them with him for a whole year 
<laughs> That's a popular lullaby? Yeah, I actually have some real... Do you real... have the rest of the lullaby? I have other lullabies. Do they have to do with Luwowo Nirmo? I mean, they're all basically the boogeyman. Yeah. Like, this is almost like um, if I assumed a new name yeah. and went to a, a, a different country and I was known as, like, uh, Dr. Zanzibar. And then you would come to find out that Dr. Zanzibar is Will Rogers. Yeah. You'd just be like, well, what did Dr. Zanzibar do, knowing that it was Will Rogers doing it? I imagine that this is always the boogeyman, right? Okay. This is just what people call him around the world. Well, yeah. 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 So when I say that, like, there may be a poem that's not specifically about the boogeyman, it's about oh, okay. Luomo Nero, oh, okay. it is about the boogeyman, because these gotcha. are all the boogeyman. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. There is the Busamond of Denmark. Uh, Wikipedia says, and this is interesting, uh, as in the English equivalent, the bogeyman. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Busamond is also a slang term for mucus. Weird. Now, I had had a big question mark. so classy. Going into the boogeyman. Yeah. Because the Wikipedia page for the boogeyman isn't B-O-O-G, it's B-O-G. It's bogeyman? Bogeyman. Huh. Now, bogeys yeah. in England is slang for boogers. Right. And I know that because of Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. When... Uh, troll bogeys. He gets troll bogeys on his wand and the yeah. sorcerer's stone. Sorry, the philosopher's stone. Oh my god. Knee philosopher's stone. <laughs> nay, I Nay, yeah. nay philosopher's stone. Uh, and so I was wondering, like, well, what's up with that? Like, yeah. is the bogeyman supposed to be a booger man? Uh, that yeah. doesn't make sense. And I didn't really find, I think it's just supposed to be that it's something repellent. It's something I, repugnant yeah. and gross. Because I never got yeah. a clear-cut answer to that. I never really, it's dumb, but I've never really thought much about the fact that the boogeyman, like, could have to do with boogers. They just I know. seem unrelated. Yeah, and I, I mean, boogeyman, but, I mean, you don't really think, like, Boogies. I don't think of ooey gooey sticky man. I think no. of a dark shadow man. Right. Yeah. And that's be and and even in most of these like interpretations of him around the globe, yeah. he is just like made of shadows yeah. or encased in shadows or wearing all black. It's not yeah. like he's like a dripping gross goo man. Right. Right. But bogeyman is bogeyman. the name. And apparently Busamond in Denmark. Busamond sounds nice. He is known as the small man in the Bahamas. Not as intimidating. Oh, unless, wait unless, until you listen okay. to this. See, he's small. He can get into all sorts of places. I bet he is a scamp. You could never guess what this means. Okay, go ahead. You could never, I could never, I could never have written this. Okay. He rides in a cart drawn by itself and picks up any child seen outside after sundown. Oh my God. So if that's not horrifying enough, anyone taken by the small man becomes a small person. And has to ride on the back of his cart with him forever. Oh, my God. So he turns you into a little person and <laughs> rides away with you. Well, quick question, though. How bizarre is that? If he, Okay, but if he's doing that all the time, then he should have, like, a trail of small men with him at all times. That's not mentioned. Unless he's making them, like, so small that they fit in that cart, That right? they're, like, a pea? Yeah, like the size of a pea. Wow. Yeah. But you said as small as him, right? Become a small person. I mean, all it says is you become a small person. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I thought, in my mind, I picture it being, like, equivalent size. Like, he's, oh. like, making you like him, too. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But, yeah, I guess he could have, like, a fanny pack on full of children yeah, no, that he stole. I was thinking about the movie Phantasm. The okay. victims of the Phantasm, he turns into little people. Yeah. So, I, that's what I was thinking. I can't picture it. I've seen that before, but I don't remember that part. It's, uh, it's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Um, 
Uh, uh, he's known as the old hag uh-huh. in Newfoundland. Uh-huh. He suffocates naughty kids by sitting on their stomachs while they sleep. Oh, my God. Possibly inspired by ex- real-life experiences with sleep paralysis. Th- yes, that makes total that sense. That interesting? Yeah. Sleep paralysis is horrifying. In Haiti, the boogeyman is known as Metminwi. He is a tall man with legs two stories high. And he walks around towns at midnight to catch and eat people. That stay outside. That's the kind of thing that would really freak me out when I was a kid. That is what I was thinking immediately. I immediately, of all of these, this was the one that I put myself in that position where I'm seeing something that is impossible. That's the freakiest one, too. Because you could, like, let's say you're running from it or something. Yeah. And then you think that you're taking a rest, like, by a building, and it's, like, one of its legs. Oh. I I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking, like, no matter where you go, you pretty much can't get away from this thing. Like, it's gigantic. You might see it walk past a window and only be able to see but a sliver of it. That would be... That's, like, the opposite end equivalent, like, the other side of the same coin of my recurring nightmare as a child, which was that Rumpelstiltskin was outside my window. (laughs) And no matter which window I ran to in the house, he was out there laughing, like, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, and throwing pebbles at the window. Yeah. Very similar dream. I had frequent nightmares mm-hmm. of pretty much like a, an old gangster. You know, yeah. like old gangsters that like would have a big cigar and just like yeah. grumpy faced, <sighs> severed head. Ooh. And that head with it like staring is floating around our house and it's oh. looking for us. If it sees us in a room, drop dead. Almost like, almost as if like Medusa. Ooh, shot like scary. light out of her eyes and killed you on the spot, like getting yeah. a vada cadavered in that room yeah. immediately. And so we would be like running into the next room and just see it start to float by and have to duck like under oh. the windowsill and just being like, I, I can't, I, I hope it's, it's gone now. I don't know if it's gone. I'm making, I'm listening and making this face and everything and feeling like, oh God, it's so scary. But then I come back and I remember that it's a gangster with a cigar. cigar I don't know like, why. Yeah. I don't know why. So Is that funny? Oh, to me, it was it was horrific. It's like, scary, but it's almost weird. as if he was the victim of something, that's and then became like. a, a, a the monster. cigar is a weird detail. That's funny. It's it is very, very funny. It is very weird. I don't yeah. really understand what that's about. It might have something to do with the Who movie Eight Heads in a Duffel from. Bag. Oh, I've never you ever seen that movie? No, I think I saw it as a young man, and I think it. I feel like he used to be on Comedy Central. I think it screwed me up. So I wouldn't be that surprised to hear that. Like, Maybe. I think that was one of those things that I'd be trying to watch Comedy Central to watch, like, I don't know what. Just be like, oh. And then I'd be like, oh, God, it has a duffel bag is on. <laughs> I think that's true. Like, I think they played time. it on basically a loop. Yeah. I think one of the heads was an old-timey thing. I don't know how young I so was. Maybe that's... Maybe. Maybe. That'll do it. Um, all right. This is the one that is, like... There's one thing about this interpretation that is, like, mind-blowing. Okay. Now... <clears throat> In many Spanish-speaking countries, the boogeyman yeah. is known as Coco. Okay. Or Coca. Okay. Male, female. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of these boogeymen are said to be androgynous. They may have mm-hmm. no gender. There mm-hmm. may be a man and a, and a woman. No mm-hmm. one really knows. Okay. And yet, <clears throat> it is derived from the Portuguese Coco. Okay. Which referred to a ghost with a pumpkin head. That's cool. That, I'm surprised that there's such a short word, or it's just a name of a ghost with a pumpkin yeah, head. Okay. Yeah, but how that weird makes much is more it sense that being that the you could, yeah, word. like all yeah. their words are like yeah. short, <laughs> and the explanation is insanely long and specific. <laughs> yeah, there's a cocoa over there. Oh, ghost with a pumpkin head. Yeah, wow, you guys were really efficient. <laughs> Good thing language. you said cocoa instead of yeah. ghost with a pumpkin. We had much more time to run away. Yeah. Um, but that made me think immediately of like the headless horseman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently, uh, in Portuguese. Any skull-like carving from a vegetable is called cocoa. So a jack-o'-lantern is a cocoa. 
Weird. How weird is that? But huh. hold on. Hold the freaking phone. I mean, I Because I learned this. I guess in America, could you say that a jack-o'-lantern is any sort of carved vegetable? I mean, it's most frequently pumpkins, but I guess if you had like a zucchini that you did that, so you'd be yeah. like, it's a jack jack-o'-lantern. So I, I guess, guess that's the equivalent. I made I made a watermelon into a jack-o'-lantern like uh-huh. 15 yep. years ago. Yeah. And yet I recently saw people doing it and going like viral because of how funny it was that they did a watermelon jack-o'-lantern. I did that. I know. I remember. I helped you take pictures of it. Years ago. <laughs> anyway. Coco. Yeah. The, the, the Spanish country version of the boogeyman. Okay. Is the reason coconuts are called coconuts. Really? The etymology of the word coconut is because it was hairy and those like knobby things on the bottom kind of looked like a face. So it kind of looked like the demon. Weird. It kind of looked like Coco, the boogeyman. <laughs> And that's why coconuts are called that. Cool. Coconuts are directly associated with the boogeyman. That's awesome. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, that's really weird. That, that to me was like a mind-blowing revelation. No wonder I like coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's no wonder. Yeah, you're right. All right, I'm about to tell you some lullabies. Okay. All right. Uh, but first, what you, sleep, bitch. what you need to know to understand these lullabies is that in many of these cultures, they believe that Coco mm-hmm. is on the tippy top peak of the roof of your house. Oh my God. And that it is just waiting for you to screw up. <laughs> this thing it's is just like, waiting and watching for you to mess something up and then it can bounce. It's like the reverse Santa Claus. Reverse guardian angel. Yeah. It's referred yeah. to as it is always watching that's scary yeah and there are differing accounts that can really mess you up as a kid oh yeah well listen to these lullabies these are insane but like they're called you know they're saying they're lullabies like i mean were parents really singing these to children before they went to sleep (laughs) i would have to assume that at least it was said once and that's enough because some of them are just like like, it's not it's not that they're explicitly terrifying but what they mean right it's just very alarming to say to a kid okay um but so yeah there are differing accounts about whether coco is on the peak of your roof that seems to be the most common maybe uh he's under your bed maybe he's in the closet yeah all right so parents invoke the coco as a way of discouraging children from misbehaving. Oh, they you're wrong. They literally sing lullabies and tell rhymes like this. Now, this is the oldest known lullaby okay. about the cocoa. Okay. It originated in the 17th century. Okay. It is called the Auto de los Desposorios de la Virgin. Okay. By Juan Coxix. Okay. Sleep, child. Sleep now. Here comes the cocoa, and he will eat you. Oh, my God. That doesn't seem good. What do you think of that? <laughs> How horrifying is that? That's the most, like, he direct. Eat you? There's, like, no fluff. No, nothing There's nothing on that. Just, here comes the cocoa, also, and he will eat you. You call somebody child. It's always ominous. Like, Sleep, come, child. Come, child. Sleep now. That's not good. Here comes the cocoa. Who calls you? And he will eat you. That is so scary. Here's a Portuguese lullaby. Now, this I think is the 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 uh, what is it called if you banishing something? Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes instead of being about the cocoa, though, this Portuguese lullaby might be about uh, Papau Negro. Okay, black eater. Okay, wow. Leave cocoa. Leave cocoa. Go to the top of the roof. Let the child have a quiet sleep. Oh my God! You would say this in front of your child. <laughs> You'd say. 
uh, around your child, I guess. Your kid's lying in bed and you're making a big show. Oh, my God. And then just being like, hope it worked. Good night. Yeah, good night. <laughs> Sleep tight. There's no way for me to tell if the Coco listened. That's so, awesome. Good luck. In Brazil, Cuca is a female humanoid alligator. Okay. And here's the poem. The lullaby. Sleep, baby, or the Cuca will catch you. Daddy is in the plantation. Mommy went out. Oh my god. You're all alone now. Yeah, so you're telling your kid that there's no one around. And you're gonna get the Coco's coming? This is sleep, baby, or the Cuca will catch you. Daddy is in the plantation. Mommy went out. Oh my god. They're not around. They won't be able to help you. No. You're you're all alone now. Yeah. Granted, someone's saying this to you. Yeah, but she's about to bounce. Yeah, I'm going Daddy's out. Daddy's in the plantation. She's going out. Hope you don't get eaten by the kuka. My God. I'm going out. Your dad's in the plantation, by the way. Man, people give parents a hard time for using the wrong car seat yeah. nowadays. Or Britney Spears driving with her baby on her lap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, where were all? Where was all this, like, social judgment back uh-huh. when people were telling their babies that the kuka might eat them? Exactly. That's what I want to know. All right, the final piece of lore I have, okay. and then I have some brief pop culture stuff about okay. the boogeyman, is from Mexico. Okay. El Cucuy, I don't know how to pronounce these things, any of them, by the way, is an evil monster that hides under children's beds at night and keep kidnaps or eats children who don't obey their parents or go to bed when they're told to. It is a pretty useful tool. Not hair. Oh, if you're like messed up. Well, that I mean, that is yeah. the other like way to analyze all of this. Yeah. Either we are all experiencing the same phenomenon of the boogeyman, or, parents all or we're all just idea. like. We all need a big, Look, bad excuse to get these kids to listen. Guys, I'm so, I'm so tired. Timothy, would you just that... go to bed, Timothy? No, no, no. I'm at a meeting of parents deciding to invent the kooka. You may be guys, wondering why I've asked you all to come here tonight. I'm just, I'm so tired. And I know we said that we weren't going to do it. I know that Jason brought up at the next, the last meeting. <laughs> at the and, next meeting. And, and all, I know we all see in the fourth dimension. And we all said that we weren't going to do it, but... I think we gotta invoke the kooka to our kids. I gotta get some sleep. <laughs> we gotta start inventing some kookas yeah. and alligator people and bogeyman. What have you? Maybe you know, like they say that, like uh, there's the biblical story of the Tower of Babel. Everyone mm-hmm. spoke the same language, uh-huh. tried to build a tower to God. So he cursed them all and made them all speak different tongues. Uh-huh. And then they all spread all over the globe because they couldn't understand each other anymore. Uh-huh. Maybe at that central point when they were yeah. building that tower, they were like. Building this tower. Yeah. These kids are bugging us. What can we do to just kind of make them docile? Yeah. So they all came up with the same plan. Yeah. God cursed them. They spread all over the globe. Yeah. And so now you're getting all of these, like, a central point of origin. Yeah. And they all took the story with them wherever they went. That works for me. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, in uh, uh, the, the Cucuy, mm-hmm. Mexico, is not hairy, like a okay. coconut. Okay. Actually a small humanoid figure with glowing red eyes. That hides in closets or under the bed. Mm-hmm. Some lore has him as a kid who was the victim of violence, and now he's alive. But he's not. That's a quote from somebody about the origin of the... <laughs> now he's alive. But, but he's, he's not. But he's not. Because he's dead. He's the victim of a previous kukui. Thanks. <laughs> Um, all right. And then in, in pop culture, I already think yeah. that maybe the boogeyman in some form inspired the boggart, although mm-hmm. the boggart itself is a legendary creature that has many mm-hmm. interpretations, not just a Harry Potter thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, big stuff in pop culture. Yeah. Uh, first of all, um, uh, Halloween. Uh-huh. Big time. In yeah. that movie, there are kids that are, it's, first of all, it's Halloween with jack-o'-lanterns, mm-hmm. which is making me think about the Coco because we know that any 
any gourd turned into a lantern yeah. with a face on it is a cocoa. Yeah. So I'm thinking that As some of the know. origin of Halloween is in As the boogeyman. The holo- the holiday Halloween. Yeah. Has some of its origin in the boogeyman through the jack o' lantern. Oh, maybe. But the movie Halloween, kids are going like, the boogeyman's coming. He's yeah. gonna get you. He's gonna get you. Yeah. He's gonna get you. He's gonna get you. And at the very end of the movie, Jamie Lee Curtis goes, it was the boogeyman. I know. And he goes, as a matter of fact, it was. <laughs> Peculiar, because he knew exactly who and he was. He's a doctor. He was the doctor, and he like, knew he knew him. He, well, yeah, he knew him. Also, like, why don't you be a little bit more professional with this hysterical person yeah. who just got chased? Why feed into her like psychosis? Exactly, you're a doctor. Man. He's not a very good doctor, to no, be he's fair. Really not. He keeps no. losing his patients. He does. Call him losing Loomis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, that makes me think that uh, because Michael Myers is a figure that, yeah. in especially in the first movie, he's going yeah. around and stalking babysitters who themselves are kids. Mm-hmm. And typically, the typical slasher format is like, if you're smoking drugs, yeah, if you're engaging in, in, in fornication, mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Those are bad things. A lot yeah. of slasher movies are sort of like weird morality plays. Yeah. And the idea of Michael My- Myers perhaps being a boogeyman stand-in punishing these evildoer kids yeah. is in keeping with the boogeyman yes. legend. Yes. Um, it I follows. There are other, well, there definitely are. There are other legends that have that kind of format where it's like, you do something bad, you get punished by this thing. Yes, absolutely. It's interesting to think about how that plays out in common horror movie tro- yeah. tropes. Yeah. 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 It follows. Yep. Some of the boogeyman legends, if you go to the Wikipedia page, I read you the ones that I thought were cool yep. from different countries. It is the longest list ever. I'm sure. There are a million yeah. boogeyman legends around the world. Yeah. But um, one of them is that he's a shapeshifter, mm-hmm. and you never really know oh. what he is. Yeah. Movie It Follows. Yeah. Very similar themes to Halloween. Yeah. Uh, the Babadook. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. I don't really like it. Really? I don't like it very much. But wearing all black, long fingers, that yeah. movie is about a troubled child uh-huh. in particular. Uh-huh. Uh, very distinctly boogeyman vibes coming out of that. I know that I Googled it at some point, so I do know, but maybe you can jog my memory. Why did Baba Duke become a gay icon? I don't know. You don't know? I don't remember. Oh, shit. All right, keep talking. All right, I guess look it up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Oogie Boogie Man uh-huh. from uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. No. From, uh, from Nightmare Before yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, obviously a boogeyman Kind of thing, Oogie Boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a trilogy of movies. Called The Boogeyman? Called Boogeyman. Yeah, I'm aware of that. You're yeah. aware of that? Yeah. I did not know about mm-hmm. that. I was I shocked. Seen them, but... Came out starting in 2005, produced by Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert, who yeah. did Evil Dead. Weird. Written by Eric Kripke, who created the show Supernatural. Yeah. There was an episode of Supernatural, which is very meta. They're on a film set. And somebody's like, oh, I, you were in that movie, The Boogeyman. She goes, yeah, that was a fun movie. Terrible script, though. So it's Eric Kripke po- poking fun okay, at himself okay. for yeah, writing yeah, a bad yeah. movie. It stars Emily Deschanel. Okay. Of Bones. I think she's Dr. Bones. I think she's Dr. Bones. Yeah. Uh, the Boogeyman seems to primarily kill adults. Okay. It starts with the character Tim Jensen. Real departure. Tim Jensen sees his father murdered by the boogeyman. Uh Uh-huh. The boogeyman lives in the closet. He lives in all closets. Okay. So when Tim Jensen grows up, according to the Wikipedia page for the movie Boogeyman, I read the plot of all three boogeyman movies. Yeah. uh, He grows up and he has his own house and he removes all the closets from his house. What? That's what it says on Wikipedia. I don't think that works. And I refuse to find out what it means. (laughs) What do you mean? Not asking what you mean. Like, Maybe you meant, can't remove clo- – like, you could fill at, them in or something. At best, it might mean remove the closet door. 
Yeah. Right? I, I, I guess you could. Can't remove know. a closet. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't make it. I, I mean, I guess. Doesn't make a lick I, of sense. Maybe he just has racks of clothing. Maybe. Like a fashion well, house. Well, adi- all I know is that in addition, Tim Jensen is friends with somebody named Franny. Okay. Person named Franny in that movie, and uh, that's all I know about the first one. But in the second one, it's about patients who suffer from bogey phobia, which is um, bogey. This might it's not bogey phobia. No, it's it's bogey. This might shock you. But the movie's called The Boogeyman. This might shock you. It's the fear of the boogeyman. Again, the movie is called The Boogeyman too, right? Yeah. But they suffer from bogey phobia. I get maybe they pronounce it as boogie phobia, but in the thing, it sounds even better, boogie phobia. (laughs) But for sure, it says boogie phobia. I much prefer boogie phobia. Uh, Oh, the special effects—it's free on YouTube. All the boogeyman movies are free on YouTube. I scrolled through to see what the boogeyman looks like. Looks amazing. (laughs) You won't believe it. Look it up and watch all three movies and tell me about it. Uh, Please. And the last things I have for you. that song Boogeyman uh-huh. by Casey and the Sunshine Band oh my God. is not about the boogeyman. <laughs> Wait, how does boogeyman go? I'm a boogeyman, oh, I'm okay, a boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Turn just a, me on. That's just a man who boogies. Do what you want. Yes. Yeah. According to Song Facts, it's about a man who likes to boogie, not okay. the scary one. All right, that makes That's sense. That's what it says. That makes sense. It's not the scary not one. the scary one. But, but... A uh, white zombie uh-huh. did do a cover of Boogeyman, which is uh. about the Boogeyman. But wait, it's a cover, so they're singing the same words? Yeah, but he also samples Halloween's gotta... Boogeyman, he's gonna get you, he's gonna get you, he's gonna get you, he's gonna get you. They sample that in the music, which I think transforms it into being about the Boogeyman. I don't need that. <laughs> Uh, they won a Grammy for best metal performance. Really? <laughs> yeah, which I didn't know was a thing. Did you listen to for, it? For Boogeyman. Yeah, and I watched the music video, too. Oh, my God. It's really cool. How many cars were in it? Um, like hot rods? No, it was more It was more that it was shot like an old-timey, like, there's a guy who's like, I'm Dr. Spooky! Who, who's on the show today? And oh Vampirella's there. And Look, then I it, understand having an aesthetic and everything, uh, but I guess it's just that I don't care for his. I'm no, sure there are people who they have their aesthetic and I'm all It's over in it. black and white and then it cuts to like this disgusting high contrast full color of Rob Zombie with white eyes going, I'm your boogeyman, I'm your boogeyman. Well, he doesn't sound like that. Uh, <laughs> he's, not so an old, he's not elderly. But um, uh, he has this weird warble over his voice, which I think is supposed to make it even scarier. Yeah, evil. And um, it stinks. It stinks. Ugh. But uh, also, uh, t- as a palate cleanser, yeah. uh, uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. also has a song called Boogeyman. Uh-huh. Not a cover uh-huh. of the Casey and the Sunshine Band <laughs> All right, song. All right, that. It's <laughs> the last time I can do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's, it seems to be about, um, the horrors of racism. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. Good. I'm this sure is good. Song. Scary in a different fashion. Yes. Indeed. Uh, but yes, that is my, Excellent. that is my understanding of the boogeyman. I learned some really cool bit boogie facts through that. Thank you. I thought there were some pretty cool boogie facts in yeah. there. Yeah. The boogeyman himself is, is not a thing, but the yeah. fact that there are, like, really, like, direct one-to-one. Uh-huh. The Boogeyman just exists everywhere. It just goes by many different names. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem like a pretty universal thing. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, multiple cultures all yeah. probably, like, invented the spoon. Because it's just really convenient to have that. Right. It's probably really convenient to be able to tell your kids, like, 
Stop sucking your thumb. Yeah, because the boogeyman's going to come steal you. <laughs> but Coca is going to get you. And take you somewhere. He's not going to kill you, but yeah. he's going to take you somewhere evil and scary. Yeah, for a, for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the culture. For one year. For, one, for yeah. one year. You can come back on your next birthday. And then you'll be back. Yes. Yeah. But he won't be the same? No. Oh, never. No. <laughs> After seeing those horrors? There's also a description of one of them that says, like, um, he's not supposed to eat people. He takes them away. And I read that as being like, he's really not supposed to. Right, right. But, but you know, sometimes he indulges. Sometimes you slip. But I think it's really supposed to be like, most of them say he eats people. And they're like, he's not, he's not supposed to eat people, this version. Right. Like at all. Yes. But I definitely read it as like, he, he might. Yeah, he's not supposed he to, but sometimes he has a cheat day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. What's your, uh, what's your legendary right. mythical creature? Mine. Is the legend of the banshee? Oh, so that's not just one creature; it's like a category of sure. creatures. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's how it's going to be for most of these. I think yeah. that many of these do not have one single mm. point of origin. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so banshees are Irish in origin, Irish mm. and Scottish, interesting, and Welsh sometimes. Seems to be mostly Irish. It seems like it trickled into Scotland and Wales a little bit. Okay. Um. And so banshees themselves don't, like, they don't kill people or anything like that. They're more a harbinger of death. There are some twists on it, like, in some other iterations. But basically, it's that they are screaming and wailing to warn you of an impending death of somebody in your family. What? Really? Yep. Wow. Or screaming and wailing because you're about to go into a situation where you could die. That is like the le- – couldn't they come up with a more peaceful, pleasant way to warn someone? Well, they do say that they're like kind of different categories of banshees. Okay. So like some banshees um, – if – okay, so it's – I'm getting ahead of myself. So it's said that banshees were only really available or served, which I think is like kind of fine, um, the most pure Irish families – so families that start with O or Mac. Wow. You have a family banshee. There's a banshee that's like your, it's like assigned to you. It's like your personal. The de- old abandoned banshee. Yeah. The, your personal death valet. So. um Matilda didn't even tell me that this was going to happen. Yeah. Who? Oh, Ma- my, my banshee. My banshee. Yeah. Huh. Um, so. They- oh, you have a banshee? Yeah. My name doesn't start with O or Mac. I, I There's one exception. Oh. The Geraldines. <laughs> Why are they so special? It was said that they're more Irish than Irish. What does that mean? And then there was a separate Wikipedia page where that meant, and when I started to read it, I started getting bored, but it had something to do with, like, migrating from somewhere else and your lineage mushes with somebody else's and boom, there's your Geraldines. Wow. More Irish than Irish. Is there a white zombie song called More Human Than Human? Oh my god, why are we talking about white zombies so much? Because it's horror. We can't talk horror without talking about Rob Zombie. The scariest boy in Tinseltown. (laughs) How good a way would that be for him to market himself? (laughs) <laughs> like you should let me make your next pet cemetery. <laughs> Spookiest boy in Tinseltown. That you know what? So was it you? I can't remember who posted it or something, but somebody said something about the fact that The Shining hasn't been remade. That's me. It was you. 
Um, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, it hasn't. I was like, I'm surprised it hasn't been remade. Like, what if Rob Zombie remade The Shining? They're not going to give it to him, though. They're, they would give it to somebody, really hopefully, with more, like, prestige. Theoretically, it would be, like, some, like, really, um, like, shitty, broken-down hotel. It wouldn't be, like, a beautiful, like... Yeah. The Overlook would be, like, disgusting yeah. and... be gross and, and decrepit. Yeah. And uh, Sherry Moon Zombie would play Wendy. <laughs> be unbearable. Be oh, awful. even worse, can you imagine the child actor that Rob Zombie might find to play Danny? I bet he'd be the most obnoxious thing on the, on the planet. It would be more annoying than a regular child actor, for sure. Whatever Rob Zombie's taste 100%. is in kids. He'd either be also, a kid that's like... This all the time because he's tortured because he sees a ghost yeah, friend. Yeah. Or he'd be like so overly innocent. It'd be sickening. God. So the origin of the idea of the Banshee seems to come from the fact that in Ireland, keening over a dead body is a real thing. And keening is kind of like, from what I could gather, somewhere between just like horribly wailing, yeah. but maybe to some sort of rhythm. What? Really? Yeah. Like, it's like there were professional keeners who you would hire to come to your funeral or maybe whatever the equivalent of a funeral was way back when. Because it was like a thing. Like, that is bizarre. It's very weird. That's so like, like a like, weird bloodletting kind of concept. Yeah. 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 Just like you just hire people to come wail. Yeah. Basically at your funeral. And a lot of, and they're women. And a lot of the women who were professional keeners were paid in alcohol. And so it's a classic punish a woman for being un- impure kind of thing. Right. So then that got interpreted over time into these screaming banshees. Who wow. Were, yeah. That is crazy. Because it, it's like those women who were keeners who were paid in alcohol were like unscrupulous and then they were like banished and became banshees. Oh, does banished have something to do with the word no, banshee? No, I just realized as I said that out loud that it sounds uh, like it, but no. That, okay. What did I write down? That's not the word... Uh, I'm doomed. They were doomed they were to doomed. become banshees. Yeah. Wow. So not even banshees. I guess it was like when they die, they become a banshee, kind of. That's crazy. I know. Um, so. <laughs> I feel like at a certain point, though, like, it, it, this is the kind of thing where it's like, if ghosts were a fact of life. Yeah. I guess, I guess maybe this was the case. If you had a family ghost, like, mm-hmm. let's pretend that the Rogers family was the O. Rogers family. Yeah. We have our own banshee. Yeah. And you'd literally, like, I'd be standing, like, getting ready in the morning, putting on my tie. And then a ghost would start screeching in my face. And I'm just trying to be like, oh my God, where's Kristen? Everyone just be careful today because I I just got the forecast and something bad is going to happen. Yes, basically they're like a death weatherman. Um, But it's also funny you said that they'd be screaming in your face. So you can't really see a banshee for like more than a second, basically. Oh, that's frightening. Yeah. Like if you look at them, they're going to disappear in a puff of smoke, not really, in mist. Yeah. And it's the sound of tons of birds flapping. That's cool. I know. That's really cool. Totally cool. But so from the glimpse that you get, then the descriptions of banshees differ wire, uh, differ wildly. Okay. So um, in the Scottish tradition, they say they look like a washerwoman. <laughs> Which I think is funny. It's really like trying to remove the dignity from these women. I know. Yeah. So yeah, a washerwoman. But, par- but it actually has kind of a cool origin because... The reason they say that the Banshee is a washerwoman is that it's said that the Banshee, um, like, there's an image of, wait, wait, it comes, yeah, it comes from the lore that she cleans the bloody clothes of people who die. Oh. So it's literally a washerwoman situation, which huh. is cool. Okay. Um, 
sometimes banshees are like young and beautiful. A really common thing is for them to have like flowing red hair. It's um, funny that that's like the direct opposite. Yeah, and there's another opposite. Like, yeah, so it's either washerwoman, yeah, gorgeous woman, um, ugly old kind of crone figure. They just woman. really want to be like any woman can just become this kind like of. wailing <laughs> hell beast. Yeah. So yeah. um there are oh, you know what? I just pulled up my phone to read some descriptions of banshees. I'm I'm just coming back to this in case it was bugging you guys. I quickly scanned while William was talking earlier about the Babadook being gay. There's just a theory that the Babadook is gay. And it really gains traction online. That's like it? commenting. Yeah. That's the whole reason? Yeah, I don't know the story of the Babadooks. I didn't see that movie, but it's like, they're like, well, I, I guess I just glimpsed it. They think that that could be some sort of motivation for the Babadook? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about uh, that. All right. I don't know. So, I forgot what happens to the Babadook because I didn't like it, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that that holds true. Okay. okay. Whatever. So here are some of the forms that Banshees appear as commonly. Um, a beautiful woman wearing a shroud. A pale woman in a white dress with long red hair, a woman with a long silver dress and silver hair, an old woman with frightening red eyes, a green dress and long white hair, an old woman with a veil covering her face, dressed in all black with long gray hair, which is sweet. And then here's my favorite one, which is a real wild card. A headless woman carrying a bowl of blood that is naked from the waist up. Oh, this is really specific. Why does she have the bowl of blood? I don't know. I, I honestly, know. I, I honestly, I guess the naked from the waist up thing would seem more problematic to me if uh, it didn't feel more complicated to have a bowl of blood. Yeah. Right. Like, she- I wonder if it's like scary and how confusing and disorienting it is. And that's why it comes in. It's just like, wait, what? Why? Why are these like disparate random elements together? What does this mean? Is yeah. something happening? Right. I guess one of my favorite things about about horror mm-hmm. is when you just have no ability to comprehend what you're looking at. Yeah. So like, maybe it is That's supposed to be like that. that. Like the randomized elements just are like, just like, why? What is like, what is this? And also like, why is she naked? What does this mean? Why yeah. is she only a bowl of blood? What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Like, they, they, they don't seem like they go together in any no. way. No, it's just a bunch it, of stuff. It makes it freakier. Just stuff on top of stuff on top Completely. of stuff. Yeah. Completely. So those are some ideas of what they look like. Um, but let me see. What should I say next? Um, okay. Oh, so how they know is really sweet. Like that somebody might be dying or whatever. Either that, you know, somebody is on their way to death and they're warning their family or that you might be on your way to certain death. Yeah. Is that the, it's said that, um, each family member for like that, you know, a banshee kind of takes care of a family or whatever. Each family member has their own personal observer who follows them around and then reports back to the banshee (laughs) if stuff is going south. Each so it's like the banshee has like I don't know if this is right. That's so weird yeah. too to be like, yes, it is a it is a, a ghoul, it is a ghost. Yeah. Um it knows things ahead of time, but uh it's not that powerful. It needs someone to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's so arbitrary to just be like, here's well, a guess- weird fake weakness of the I guess if if back in the day when this was like because you know, I guess like folklore starts as maybe fact slash rumor kind of thing. Yeah. I guess if back in the day when maybe people believed these kinds of things more readily because we didn't know as much about the world and stuff like that. Yeah. If maybe that got invented because it's like, well, what if there's one banshee for our whole family? Like, how does that work? Yeah. And then it evolves into be like, well, they have servants who. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
you know, what's going on or whatever. So that's weird. It's just, a, just what a weird yeah. fact. Cause like, then who are they? Like, I feel I like know. that, that is deserving of uh, an answer is like, who are I these know. observers who are walking around? That feels very much like a guardian angel. 100%. That's you basically know? what it is. Yeah. yeah. But it was just like an aside. But I think for all intents and purposes, it's a guardian angel. Wow. Or not even a guardian angel, but just like a, cause they're not going to save you. No. They're just nor, a watcher. Nor is the banshee really. No. kind of warning. The banshee, you. it's yeah. funny. The banshee is almost like when you're driving and you just hear yeah. a car horn go yeah. off and you're like, oh, something is going on and I don't yeah. know what. Yeah. Like that always bugged me about driving is like, like a car horn, corn, car, corn, corn horn. Also horn, makes it sound horn. like you don't drive anymore. You're like, that's why it's bugging me about driving. So that's why I stopped. <laughs> that's why I never drive anywhere. <laughs> I just sit in this room and wait for someone to talk uh, to. Um, and then I come. Is that you hear the sound of a car horn and all you can do is just be like, something is happening. Something's happening somewhere. It's not yeah. more specific at all. Yeah. Anywhere. Like, yeah. It doesn't suggest directionality. No. It's nothing. It's just blaring out of a center area. No. Like, that's what a, a banshee is then. It's just going like, ah! Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> well, what? Why? When? Something. Who? Something is going to happen. I should be careful now or, like, a little later? It was so scary. What should I do? <laughs> so scary. I don't know what it means. Sometimes they're scary, William. Sometimes they're not. When it's, uh... Oh, okay, so part of... Another part of the legend of Banshees. I guarantee you whatever you say, it's still going to be scary. (laughs) (laughs) It could also be thought that um, they are part of that family that they're protecting or whatever. Like, it can be like an ancestor or something, possibly. I know. Tore up from the floor up. And so, if it's it's the family that they love, the Banshee's still going to show up and wail and everything. But it's going to be a little bit more mournful. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Those are my options. Is either like a blood curling scream, like, oh. Yeah. Oh, hi, Irene. <laughs> no, you're not going to be able to communicate. If you try to turn around, she's going to, there's going to be birds flapping and <laughs> mist. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. Ah. 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 We're not going out today. Yeah. We have to stay in. We have to stay home. Um, and then they're scary and angry when they hate oh, their family. O'Shaughnessy down the street says that a banshee uh, warned him so he's not going to leave his home. But he says that every Friday but night. Oh, you said excuse all the time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, I can't come out and play. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to say that much these days? I can't come out to play. There was a banshee a wailing at my door, so. My banshee uh, wailed at me and then turned into bir- yeah, a my, stack of birds. My banshee's acting up. I don't know if I should go out. <laughs> Just in case. Um, so, yeah. So, when they're the scary, angry version of a banshee that you kind of think of, like knee-jerk, yeah. that's because they hate their family. Oh. And in that case, they're not warning. They're celebrating. Isn't that sweet? That. That. They show up and they're like, <laughs> They have like one of those noisemakers that you turn like there's like a rattle in it. You know what I mean? No, I'm almost embarrassed to say this. Before you start going like <laughs> that sent a chill up my spine. No, it's freaky. It's freaky. That that it as is. you said it, I, I literally just got a chill of like, oh, that's when I read that, I was like, whoa. Yeah, no, that's just, yeah. that, that of all the facts freaked me yeah. out the most. That somebody would show up to celebrate. Because I, I don't imagine the them showing up being like, <laughs> I imagine just, still being like, ah, yeah, still but with like triumph in their eyes, like, ah. 
That's the way they celebrate. Is that screaming and wailing that's terrifying. Oh, I still don't like it. It it's still gives freaky. me a chill. So do they live in endless Honestly, torment? Which was, what was fun? Uh-huh. Although I do like your idea. Like you like, <laughs> with a noisemaker. <laughs> like, ah, oh, damn it. Um, guys, I'm going to die today. <laughs> Someone check grandpa. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Appearing behind you in a mirror. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, but then the birds flap. <laughs> if you're like, what the, why are you so mean? And it's like, like birds flying everywhere. You're like, oh, God. Someone's going to die. <laughs> Would she hate the most? Oh, God. Um, yes, that, honestly, this, which was, which was great and fun. Reading this scared me a little bit. Reading about the Banshee, I was like, this image is very freaking. That's pretty what scary. If, what if I have a nightmare? I would have told you. I, I'm actually now minorly afraid. I'm afraid this show might give me nightmares. Kristen. It might. Kristen. I have nightmares sometimes. Yeah. Everybody does. I guess. I mean, we are going to be spending a lot of our time reading about very spooky stuff. I had a nightmare that we were going to meet Annabelle. Annabelle, the, uh, the doll. Was it the Raggedy Ann real doll or yeah, not a real yeah. doll? Well, no, that's a different kind of scary doll. Um, <laughs> or was it the movie Annabelle? No, the Raggedy Ann. You're going to meet her. Like we had to, I'm not gonna say, but like we had to for some reason. It was like me and Ryan and Amashi Wells like walking down a street, like in a yeah. horror movie. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to see that doll. I'm freaking out. I well, it. I would like to and do. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I was, I was like, Ryan, I said nightmare that we have to go meet Annabelle. And he was like, what? And I was like, I'll explain later. <laughs> Who's Annabelle? Yeah. We have a, a really friendly listener named Annabelle. Oh, I love Annabelle. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should, and I, this is not something that we can do regularly, but yeah. I would like it if we could occasionally do specials where we do go out and perhaps see Annabelle. Oh, I really want to. My friends Evan and Emily went and saw Annabelle. That would be awesome. Yeah, they went I'd to, love to do that. Lorraine Warren's museum, which yeah. is like the bottom floor of her house, of paranormal and haunted artifacts. Yeah, we should do stuff like that. I completely want This to. is now a new place where, where those kinds of things can exactly. live. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why it's great. Yeah, it is great. Um, so my last Banshee fact before some pop culture references, um, it's another scary thing. It's that... Oh, okay. So yeah, so that in general, they're not said, even even when they're being scared, even when they're wailing to celebrate your family's demise or whatever, they aren't bringing death themselves generally in most legends and lore and talk about them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're not causing death themselves. They're, yeah. They're just like warning of it. Um, But there are some tales scattered here and there about them, and this freaks me out too, about them seeking someone out. And just wailing at them and making noise and freaking them out and stuff until they either go insane or kill themselves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's, that's certainly awesome. more uh, yeah. malicious. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Now, that just sounds like every horror movie from the last 15 totally. years that where you're like, you're like brushing your teeth and then you close the bathroom mirror and there's like, For some reason, the image of the banshee freaks me out. I don't know if it has to do with the hair. Maybe some weird... May, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Internalized sexism? I don't think so. But, like, it's scary. Well, usually... Like, I, yeah, well, the witch It's figure, very startling, right? The witch figure right? is a classic scary figure. So sure. it's kind of a witch figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of a ghostly witch yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, the crone figure is yeah. an archetype that yeah. we are taught to fear, even though crones are very knowledgeable and wise. <laughs> they don't like being called crones, though, right? No. In, in like So, like... For archetypes, 
<laughs> like, that's an archetype, and it's kind of getting reclaimed a little bit. Like, people are poo-pooing the crone because, well, not like nobody's identifying as crone. Wait, the crone? <laughs> <laughs> Can you see this? Stupid looking crow toy here. I don't know if this is going to be visible. Oh, I don't know. Well, whatever. Whatever. It's, it's that that just looks so sad and lame with me being like, oh. <laughs> Do you want to see my crowned toy? No, so there are kind of, um, I guess you'd say theories for lack of a better word or whatever, but like ideas about archetypes and women in the stage of life. So there's like, let me mess them up. I don't remember. It's like the maiden, the something, the mother, and the crone. Like the crone oh, okay. is the last stage of your life. And so it's kind of but like crones are like really wise and like, you know, have seen life and knowledgeable and dispense knowledge. They they they, they, they um, I agree with you. They just have a marketing problem. Uh okay, so that was the last scary thing. And so here are some pop culture references where banshees appear. Yeah. Um, and same as you, there are a lot of them, and so I just kind of picked, like, the most easily recognizable sure. or whatever. Can I ask you, uh, yes. do you have any video games in there? Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. All right. Very I good. I only did, I only put two in. There okay. were a couple more. Um, and why didn't I pick them? Because it seemed like a tenuous string. It'd be like the person's name was, was Banshee, Banshee or something. Yeah. But they didn't have Banshee tendencies. Yeah, yeah. Or there was something where somebody screamed, but they had a different name, so it seemed weird to include. Sindel? Maybe. Yeah, it was Maybe. Mortal Kombat. That's what I was going to ask yes, you about. Yes, Yeah. That was in there, but I didn't write that down. Okay, good. Like, yeah, there's a character in, in yeah. Mortal Kombat who can scream and hurt yeah. you. And yeah. She can also whip her hair around you. She has, like, white hair. Oh, so that's totally Banshee She can stuff. attack you with her hair. Yeah. 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 So, that, yeah, that was in there. Yeah. Okay, so Banshee and X-Men. Yep, yep. Sonic abilities. Oh, wait. The first reference to Bandy, Banshees in pop culture was a little movie I don't know if you've heard of before. I certainly hadn't. It's a Disney movie, apparently. Darby O'Gill and the Little People? Are you aware of that? Because I wasn't. <laughs> um, that movie had a character called the Pernicious Banshee. <laughs> that makes it sound like there's a string of Darby O'Gill movies, right? Like, it's like Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. What's Darby O'Gill get himself <laughs> into this time? <laughs> um, and so, in that movie, the Banshee was scary. And before that, Banshees and culture were like, you know, like... They they weren't that prevalent, and when they were, it was kind of that figure where it's like, yeah, they wail and they're keening. They they were scary yeah. here and there, but like this was the first like mainstream thing of a banshee. And since it was set up as being a scary creature, that's kind of what kicked that off. And then everybody interpreted them as scary. Huh, interesting. Yep. How could they not interpret it as scary I mean, from the original conception of the banshee? I guess it's the first like widespread pop culture of it being like a horror yes. distinct creature because I guess you could maybe make the argument yeah that it's if you think of it as being like a wailing person a warning their, yeah mourning and warning their family that's just sad boy I mean it's still scary but like it, that's more of a that's still it's still pretty scary 100% but it's still like a tragic figure not like an evil banshee who's like the things that people the things that people considered to be like not frightening yeah <laughs> way back when right like that's pretty petrifying. Oh, completely. All right. Die. Okay, so then, um, also in the TV shows, 
Um, and these were fun ones because they were like shows that we watched when we were kids. The Real Ghostbusters. Yeah. Gargoyles. Okay. Scooby Doo. Teen Wolf. Charmed and Supernatural. Wow. Yep. Really? So Banshees are hot. Yeah, Banshees are all over the place. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what it would be like from a Banshee's point of view. You know what I mean? Like, the fact yeah. that they're blinking out of existence, like, it almost Where makes me going? think. Yeah. And do they live their entire existence being in mourning or screaming and stuff, you know? Oh, I don't know. Well, I know that the multiple can be together at one time because it said that for, um, like, a holy figure or, like, a great man or whatever – that multiple banshees are wailing at the same time to signify that somebody great is dying. So that's got to be a nightmare. That's even worse. Totally. I like to imagine them appearing in, like, geometric configurations. Oh, yeah, like sacred geometry. Yeah, but, like, blinking in into a shape, blinking out of existence. Blinking in, they're in a different shape, blinking out of existence. Ooh, I like that. Imagine all those birds flapping. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. And then people would have to, like, look at the footage and be like, look at the configuration they're in. Look at the other configuration. When you link those two, it means this. It's the Order of Dupree. (laughs) And it's, like, (laughs) some, like, grand cult or something that enslaves banshees. Enslaves old crones. Yeah. Who they know, they target people who they think might turn into banshees if they die. And they kill them. And then uh, that results in these, like, weird afterlife cults. Yeah. Where you weaponize these old people. Yeah, that's totally sweet. The Order yeah. of Dupree. So it makes them banshees scary. Yeah. But then when you learn more of the story, you realize that they are, like, almost enslaved. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's coming out in my new book, Order of Dupree. <laughs> Ood. O-O-D. Oh, oh. Order of Dupree. Will you have a pen name? Um, what might it be? Hank Mavens. <laughs> joined us before for book club Shmook club or anything william is so good at making up names on the spot it's like an uncanny talent are you gonna call so hank funny. mavens a good name i think that's a funny name hank mavens the order of debris by hank mavens it's a good one look for it in your local b dalton or your walden <laughs> you know what we're talking about all right i think all that right. does it for us here yeah, totally on the first ever episode of the Guide to the Unknown. I am Will Rogers. I am Kristen Rogers Anderson. If you have anything that you would like to say to us about what we discussed on today's show, mm-hmm. any monsters you'd like to hear us talk about in the future, please do not hesitate. Run. Don't walk to your local smart device mm-hmm. where you can get in contact with us yep. on the internet. Yep. I'm at Chillin' Kristen on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Haunted Sponge. We also have accounts for this show mm-hmm. at GTTU Pod. Yep. Guide to the Unknown Pod mm-hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Uh, very importantly, because this is a brand new show. Yes. Please. Run to Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and leave us a review. Did you yeah. enjoy this show? Other people need your help to be able to find it. So leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're subscribed. Tell people about this show. Yeah. We want to keep doing it, but we can't without the support of listeners like you out there. Yeah, it's so important. I know that every podcast says it, so it becomes kind of like white noise. But please, especially because we're new, it'd be awesome if you could leave a review so that we're not just like at the bottom of the heap where people can't find us in searches for paranormal shows or things like that. So 
please, please. Yes. We try to also have all these links and things in the description for each episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also find us on YouTube where you can watch this show. Yeah. But really what we want to say is we hope you guys had a good time. I know that we did. Yep. I think we learned a lot. And uh, I think we had a good spooky time. Sure did. So until next time we convene to discuss the dark beasts that lure in the shadows. Back to the netherworld. Go we. That's good. I'm fine with that. I am too. I didn't know what I was gonna say. Like I know I was gonna say something about the netherworld, and then as it came, I go. I'm glad Go Week came out. Back. <laughs> Back to the netherworld. <laughs> go Week. <laughs>